Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. We have uh, open phone lines. Let me give you the phone number. That's the way to fill up the phone lines. Give the phone number. Uh, Cindy left us. She just got a better offer somewhere. And uh, so we have Ray in Arlington, who will be our next call up. If you'd like to call, or if you're Cindy and would like to call back, it's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. And uh, I'll just go to Ray in Arlington right now. We'll just do it that way. Let's uh, let's say hi to Ray. Ray, how can I help you this afternoon? Oh, uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, for, for the first time this year, I'm growing tomatoes in containers. Mm-hmm. I've grown them for years in my garden, but the garden had some kind of a fungus or something in it, and the tomatoes didn't do well. I don't know whether it was blight or whatever it was. Uh, it didn't matter. I coun't use the soil anymore, so I got some. I'm a little bit out of breath. I've been working in the garden. <laughs> I understand um, completely. Um, so I got some 27-gallon tree containers from a nursery and made up uh, my own soil composition of basically compost and in uh, cow manure, the uh, composted cow manure. Okay. Um, and I planted them, and the tomatoes are starting to, some of the leaves are starting to turn yellow, and they'll go all the way back to the plant, and the whole leaf will die. I don't know if it's part of my soil mixture or if I've got another fungus working. All right. I can't tell. Yellow is, uh, I can tell you how to identify. Um, okay. The uh, the problem is that yellow just says, I don't feel well. That's like going to the yeah. doctor with that, that symptom. Um, there is a, a late spring disease. I've not had any calls on it yet or any questions to my newsletter, but uh, called early blight that will start yeah. at the bottom leaves and, and cause yellow blotches on the bottom leaves and then move up the, the stem. Um, that is a fungal disease. and. And uh, fungicides labeled for uh, vegetables would control it. it. It's very important that you spray right away if that, if you think that's what you have. Uh, okay. I, would, I would Google early blight and look at some of the photos that you find. There are thousands of them to compare and, and uh, see if that's what you have. Uh, the other possibility, and anytime you use manure, uh, unless it is heat processed and uh, bagged, um, if it's at all fresh, it's going to steal nitrogen away from the from the plants, and uh, they will turn yellow. I learned the hard way yeah. with horse manure out of a barn when I was 24 years old. We had access to a half-acre garden uh, when my wife and I were renting uh, a mobile home. I actually were buying it, and, and it was on rented property, and the landowner offered us that, and I... I overdid it. I overdid a, a yeah. good thing, and I, I got into some manure that was not not uh, old enough. And I watched my garden turn kind of a pale yellow and not not uh, produce very well. Uh, so the leaves on a lot of these plants will start to curl. Um, early yeah. in the season, I sprayed them with a horticultural oil, thinking it may be spider mites, but it really didn't do any good at all. So this has been going on for a while. Yeah, the yellowing starts with a brown spot. When did the yellowing start? I thought it just started. Probably about 10 days ago. All right. Two weeks. Yeah. That's beginning to be kind of early for early blight. Um, Yeah. Like I say, I've not had a whole lot of calls on it or questions. Uh, But early blight is a late May disease usually in in cool, wet weather of late May. When when that occurs, then you'll see early blight. Uh, I I created all this stuff, went to a lot of... uh, Yeah, horticultural oil is not going to help with early blight. It's not going to help. And and I understand, yeah, I'm sorry, you said it. you thought it might be spider mites. Spider mites you need to test for before you do any spraying. And I'm I'm trying to keep us right focused. I don't need to know everything that was done to the plants. I'm just trying to (laughs) figure out what what would help. Uh, you, You check for spider mites before you spray anything to make sure you have them or don't have them by thumping the suspect leaf over white paper and you look for them. Okay. Okay. But, um, 
Anyway, my so guess I'll, would be it's either early blight or it's uh, or it's the uh, the the manure being too fresh. The, okay. the you can find photos that would would illustrate both of those very abundantly on the internet. So I would suggest okay. you look there and and try to match up what you have. Either one of those. How, is, I got, is, hmm? how I got the fungus on here after trying to get away from it so hard. No, no, it's airborne. You're going to have it oh. everywhere. Oh, I thought it was soilborne. There are soilborne funguses. Early blight is not. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I did not know that. Good. Yeah, that's good to know. There are there are lots of airborne funguses, and and early blight is one of them. Okay. Spider mites okay. will normally show up about three weeks after you have early blight. You won't see spider mites on tomatoes until mid June. Uh, unless it's really hot. It has not been hot like that. Okay. Well, I will look it up and uh, um, see what see what I come to. That will help you get a, a good differentiation. I can tell you in a heartbeat if I could see them, but I can't see them. So, anyway. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thanks for waiting on me. You're very kind and very patient. Thank you, sir. Have, have a good day. Same to you. Thank you. All right. Let me uh, tell you about Baylor. Baylor Scott and White right now, and, and something very special that they have brought aboard within the last 12 months. It uh, they've made it very easy for us to keep up with our health at any time because they now offer 24/7 video visits on the My BSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight, even on weekends when allergies start acting up when we're out in the garden or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care that we need so we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health, My BSW Health. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R. I keep spelling that like I don't trust you. <laughs> Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. Who's there to answer your questions? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. Appreciate you. And we go back to our phone lines. We go to uh, Todd in Colleyville. Todd, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm looking for a low-maintenance, low-ground cover on the north side of a house that just covers a little strip that gets no direct sunlight. And I'm wondering if something like monkey grass might work or I don't want it to be creeping up a wall or, uh, and it it doesn't get seen by anybody. So it doesn't have to be pretty. All right. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Mondo grass, monkey grass. And by that, I'm talking about regular, uh, monkey grass. Um, I have a lot of it. It grows to be uh, five or six inches tall, uh, maybe with extreme age and in a really perfect condition, a setting, uh, maybe seven or eight inches tall. It does not bloom for people who are not familiar with it or who might confuse it with liriope. It does not bloom conspicuously. Uh, it's evergreen. It's very dense. Holds soil well if you have a slope. It grows well in sun. Well, in part sun, but certainly does very well in shade. Okay. Does it does it uh, spread on its own, or do you need to plant sprigs everywhere you want it? it? Well, um, you need to plant it where you want it. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I when I when I plant it, I will plant fist size or tennis ball size. Uh, my fist is bigger than that, but, but anyway, I'll plant clumps about that size, uh, about nine or ten inches apart, and their okay. leaves arch and touch one another. They overlap one another. So if I stand back 20 feet and look at my new bed, it almost looks like it's grown together. It, it looks full. And if okay. I take re- if I prepare the soil well and plant that way and take really good care of that bed, after I plant it by watering it 
very religiously. I don't let it get dry the first year. Um, and if I put fertilizer on it about every two months, a good lawn fertilizer, I can get it to be solid by the end of the first 12 months, which is quite rapid for a ground cover. Um, yeah, okay. So it's and, I, and I love the ground cover. I, it, it serves me well. I have about half an okay. acre of it. And I can plant it now? Plant it 12 no months problem. a year. Unless the ground okay. is frozen, you can plant it. I don't think the ground's frozen. Okay. Right <laughs> And to, to prepare, prepare the soil, do I need to do anything other than just kind of till it? I rototill mine with a rear tine rototiller where the tines are behind the wheels. It does a better job of pulverizing the soil. And I mix in, uh, if I'm doing a great big bed, the biggest bed I've done uh, for my Mondo grass was uh, 8 feet wide and 200 feet long. That was along the county road. Um, I've done several that were oh, an eighth of an acre. We have a lot of shade, wow. and we're out okay. in the country. And when I've done those, I've I've gone down about three or four inches. I, I only go as far as I have to for the mondo grass. I don't uh, I don't do anything more than I have to. And I will mix in uh, finely ground pine bark mulch just to get some organic matter into the soil. Uh, I also have a now I have a great big compost pile. We haven't used out of it for a couple of years and uh, a lot of pecan leaves and other oak leaves, other leaves that have been decaying for two or three years, and I could use that too and uh, just mix that in. I don't think you have to buy peat moss. I don't think you have to buy uh, bagged manure or anything like that. Okay. That's great. Uh, Very helpful. I appreciate it. It's a great ground cover. When When you go to buy it, I would shop several places. Keep shopping until you find a nursery that has really nice full one gallon or at least four inch pots you could cut a four inch pot in half um, with a machete Um, you could cut a one gallon pot into quarters with a machete and and extend the you know the the planting that way it's better to do that anyway because that way the clumps are not quite as visible gotcha okay i appreciate all the tips you betcha Have fun with it. It's good ground cover. All right, we will come back and go to Paul in Georgetown. It's going to be the next uh, next call up. Stay with me, Paul. We have uh, three open line, two open lines. If you'd like to call, it's eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. You see several photos of the Mondo grass in our landscape in my book. I think it's about page 99 or so, and then about page 144 or so, somewhere in that range. And there are photos of new plantings of it. And and uh, so, anyway, this might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful here in Texas. It's a hardback. It has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It was printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions, and it was bound in San Antonio. Uh, and uh, so it is... Texas made. Universal Book Bindery is the company, a historic business in downtown San Antonio, did the binding. It's 11 chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, things about soils and about climate and rainfall, hardiness zones. Chapter two is the calendar of when to do all the important gardening tasks that we talk about. And then chapters three through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's a lot of information, and I think you'll find it to be very, very uh, helpful. For a limited time, I've dropped the price to just thirty-six ninety-five to help in these economic times. That was the price of the fifth printing. I've carried it forward on the sixth printing just to uh, help everybody out. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. I've not been asked to refund any uh, money on the book since the day it came out. So I think you're going to like it. I sign each copy as it sells, which is why it's not in stores and why it's not on Amazon. It's available through my office and through my website. You're buying something you've never seen before, and that's why I guarantee your satisfaction or full refund. Now, that two ways you can buy it. Call my office normally Monday through Friday. Next week it'll be Tuesday through Friday at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening at 3695 Satisfaction Guaranteed. 
And that's from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brum at First United Methodist Church, services at 8 and 9, and 10.05, and 11.10 on Sunday mornings at 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney, just a couple blocks northwest of downtown McKinney. In fact, Tommy's going to join us in about half an hour. We're going to talk about uh, about birds and about tomorrow's service. So look forward to hearing from him. I hope you do, too. Uh, I want to tell you about Texas Premier. Uh, it was sharingtheheart.org is the website for our church, sharingtheheart.org. I want to tell you about Texas Premier Roofing uh, uh, Contractor Company, and that is Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They've been around since 1986. It's a second-generation family business, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. We had quite a hailstorm in north-central Texas, in the Dallas area, in the northeast Dallas area, in Collin County. A week ago last night, I didn't know the full extent of it until I got out and about over the ensuing several days, and people have shown me and told me, oh my goodness, that was bad. Now, if you don't have a roofer lined up already, this is the company you want to call. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They'll come to your home. They'll take a look at the roof. They will show you if there is damage on the roof. You don't have to go up there with them. You're welcome to, I guess, but uh, be careful. They will take pictures, come down to you, show you the pictures. And if it looks like something that you need to file insurance claims on, they will say, yeah, that probably would qualify. They don't do that for you. There are some legalities here I don't want to get into because I don't understand them all. You have to do that, though. And then you get your insurance settlement, and then they uh, can then at that point start giving you advice as to the best type of roof to, to get. Uh, in our case, uh, about five years ago, they, they did exactly what I just described, and they said you need to consider the high impact, the 40-year uh, heavy weight shingles they would be so much better for you you'll save on insurance and they also suggested continuous ridge vents you will save on your summer heating or cooling bills and they were spot on with their advice these folks are great you know one reason they are great is because they've done 125,000 roofs that's a few more than I've done they know what they're doing they are great they've been here all that time and they're going to be here all that time these are not fly-by-night people at all it's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company they do all kinds of roofs for the whole Metroplex wbroofing.com again 972-562-5788 Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, WBRoofing.com. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. Thank you, David, very much. He is a wonderful sales rep for a wonderful grill. That's exactly what we have at our home is uh, Traeger. Love it. Let me uh, go back to the phone lines now. We go to Paul in Georgetown. Paul, this is Neil. Good uh, afternoon. How can I help you? Neil, how are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Um, We've just recently moved uh, down to central Texas, and for the first time, our yard is a hybrid Bermuda. And I have some uh, crabgrass in it, and I just wanted to know the best way to treat it. All right. Are you sure it's crabgrass? Um. 
I'm pretty sure. All right. <laughs> uh, describe the flowers to me on the on the weed. To be honest with you, it hasn't gotten tall enough to have flowers. Okay. How long do you go between mowings? About a week. Okay, and you don't see any flowers at all? I haven't, no. Okay, that might be crab. I know it's not. I know it's not Dallas grass. All right, you got me. All right, that's what yeah, I know. I know. For. I know what Dallas grass is, so I know it's not that. That's why okay. I was assuming crabgrass. All right, um, and it's a light green or medium green. Yes. Okay. Um, you get one chance on controlling crabgrass. You may have heard me say this, and that's with a pre-emergent uh, with pre-emergent oh. granules applied in Georgetown. Uh, between the 1st and 15th of, of March, or maybe even the 25th of February and the 10th okay. of March, uh, there isn't a second chance since we don't have MSMA any longer. And, okay, that, uh, that was the first thing that I thought of, and I yeah. thought, yeah, we can't get that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Some of the lawn care companies seem to show up with it. I don't know where they get it or how they get it or how they use it, but anyway, that's right. not for me to challenge. Uh, if you have one right. who has it, then... Well, believe it or not, I think my son is in the Austin area, and I think he has some that he found, but I don't know the shelf life, so I don't know if it's still good. Well, it probably is, and it also can be bought from Canada, but you have to buy a lot of it. Um, but anyway, that will take care of uh, of, of crabgrass. Okay. Um, do try a small area of it first and wait a week and see if it doesn't do any damage to your hybrid Bermuda. I don't think it will. The other okay. option is uh, is just keep mowing and keep the crabgrass from going to seed, and then be very uh, uh, determined be next on the year. Yeah. yeah, with the pre-emergent next year. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we came down after after I, March. So that's the, I understand. I'm not trying to get yeah. after. No, you. no, that, no, that, no. That's great. And if you have significant I, you know, clumps, you, you might just dig them out, and and if, okay. they're, if they're big enough to be killing out the the hybrid Bermuda beneath them. That might uh, you might be able to justify doing that. Normally, I okay. hate to see people having to do that, but that may be the best uh, best uh, uh, case in this case. Well, I'm, I'm I'll be honest with you. I'm really surprised that I can pick you up down here. I followed you from North Texas to East Texas to Central Texas. So I love it. <laughs> well, and and uh, one of my advertisers asked, well, it's Callaway since they've just opened up a store down in your area. Uh, if uh, uh, if, if KLF would pick up down there. And I said, well, on, on good days, I think it will. And BAP, of course, does and, and uh, on Sunday mornings. And uh, so, uh, anyway, there. Yeah, well, certain... this is, you know, this is on KLIF, and it, it comes oh, in pretty good. Of course, we're in, we're in Georgetown, so we're north, a little bit north of all A little bit north. But... Yep, understand yeah. completely. That's great. Okay. Well, good well, deal. I really it's appreciate a your help. Lovely part of Texas. You bet. Thanks for calling. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Uh-huh. All right, let's see where we are time-wise. I'm going to go ahead and take a Wade in Lingleville, near Stephenville. I don't know Lingleville. Tell me about it, Wade. Well, it's a little town sort of northwest out of Stephenville, Texas. Well, that's great. I live and I learn. That's why I like doing this program. It's a dot road. I got you. Well, how can I help you? Well, uh, I moved here about a year ago, and I put in a lawn it's underneath uh, post oaks, mm-hmm. and I put in uh, a grass. Well, when I mow it now, I get uh, sort of a rust-looking powder on my lawnmower and on my feet. Okay. And I was wondering if that's something that's going to kill my grass out, or. Okay, and it's it's uh, almost black. No, it's a sort of a rust-looking color. Oh, I thought you said rough, R-O-U-G-H. Yeah, yeah, no rust. Um, my guess would be that it is still probably slime mold, which just sounds like you're going to die and your grass is going to die first. Uh, but if it's, if it's slime mold, it's harmless. It just looks awful. Is it primarily on the seed heads? Uh, you're talking about on the top? Yeah. No, it's more, I think it's more down in it because... Uh, when I don't mow it for a few days, it's all nice and green on top, but the stems down below is sort of a yellowish looking. All right. Well, until the grass dies, I'm not going to worry about it. The the, the diseases that go after Bermuda grass uh, are not, that's not something that is is a common symptom of those. 
so I'm not yeah. terribly worried. Uh, there are um, uh, the uh, the slime mold is black, and people will complain that their white sneakers come in from mowing the yard. They'll come in black. Uh, so yeah, no, this I, is really, I, really yeah, rough. I, I got that. I got that. So I don't think that's it. But there are a lot of saprophytic funguses. These are like puffballs and mushrooms and toadstools, but especially the little puffballs. They're down on the surface of the soil that will have spores that are, are yellowish, almost, and they right. can almost be like dust. Well, that's um, what it is, like dust. Yeah, and they're harmless. They're living off dead organic matter. I, okay, doubt, I just want to make sure it wasn't going to kill my grass. I don't think it's going to kill anything. I think it's just, okay. yeah, I think you're fine. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Well, I um, learned about a new town, and I, I don't know that I've ever had this specific question before either, so that was good. Yeah. Appreciate and I that. enjoy your program very much. I do, too. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right, we need another call or two. We have Rodney and Garland, and then after that, I got Nada. It's uh, 888-787-KLIF. You all have been terrific today. I, I thought, well, we'll get no calls. 888-787-5543. Oh, me of little faith. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair now and invite you to uh, uh, give them a call if you have any concern about your foundation. This is the kind of weather that is really rough on foundations. It rains a bunch, then it lets up. Then it rains a bunch, then it lets up. And Advanced Foundation Repair can determine if your foundation has any problems. They will do that. And uh, you can uh, contact them. Mike, I've done these out of order, but it, it will work out in the long run. Yeah, you figured it out. I just did too. Um, anyway, Advanced Foundation Repair will come out and do a free home inspection of your foundation. They have a very sophisticated equipment. You'll end up with almost a topographic map of your foundation. And... Um, uh, they will uh, uh, show you where the problem is. They'll quantify the, the magnitude of the problem, and they will describe to you what they will do and what it will cost. If you say, you know what, I like you people, and I want you to do my foundation repair, they will do you a great job, and they give you a warranty for that slab that is good for the life of your house, transferable from owner to owner to owner, and backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. They were the first to do these things in their industry, and that's why I have always said they earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. You can get on this uh, on this army of uh, great people by calling 214-333-0003. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, plural. Foundationrepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Wild Birds Unlimited is having quite a sale, and you need to get in. This is the McKinney store only. What I'm about to tell you applies to Birdie's store at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb only. Now, they are open today until 5. They will be open on Memorial Day from 10 until 2. They are closed on Sunday, tomorrow. And uh, this is for things like uh, chairs and wind chimes and fountains and things. Let me, let me read the official here. During their wind, water, and furniture sale, you can save while you create your own backyard oasis. Visit them soon for the best selection of wind chimes, bird baths, and furniture. Take 20% off all bird baths, fountains, misters, water wigglers, chimes, and furniture. And that's at the McKinney store only, and it's not valid on previous purchases or sale items and valid in-store only. This special sale is open to all Wild Birds Unlimited customers, so stop by and save big. Everybody is welcome. They'll be open Memorial Day 10 until 2, and they're open today until 5. Wild Birds Unlimited store in McKinney sponsors this broadcast and my eGardens electronic newsletter as well. They're at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, and right beside Tom Thumb. 
And uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, they've been bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. It's a wonderful store, great, knowledgeable, and friendly people. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Ground cover's real values come in growing where grass either won't grow or where it would be difficult to maintain grass if it would grow. Heavily shaded spaces are a good example. Steep slopes and elongated narrow areas are three good examples, in fact, and many of us grow ground covers only because we want that additional step down from the lowest shrubs to the turf that carpets our landscapes. Those are the real reasons we ought to be planting ground covers. Remember, turf grass is going to be easier to maintain in most situations. Those are examples, however, where we would want ground covers. Prepare ground covers planting soil carefully. Use a glyphosate weed killer to eliminate existing grass and weeds. Apply the spray 10 to 15 days before you rototill the ground to incorporate several inches of organic matter prior to planting. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Ace is the place with helpful hardware folks, folks who greet you when you come in the door, folks who ask you questions to make sure you have all the equipment and the supplies that you need to get your job done right, not to upsell you, but indeed to make sure that you succeed. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to help find a a great deal on miracle Grow herb and vegetable garden soil, one and a half cubic foot bags, get two bags for just $20. Grow a beautiful, bountiful harvest with miracle Grow garden soil, vegetables, and herbs. It's enriched with a blend of compost, plant food, and other essential nutrients. It will feed your plants for up to three months. And moisture control technology protects against over- and underwatering. It increases vegetable harvest versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. So you're getting help from people you already know. Remember, it's miracle Grow herb and vegetable garden soil, one and a half cubic foot bags. Get two bags for $20. That's what Ace, you get into your neighborhood Ace Hardware Store. Let them know that you appreciate their sponsoring the program and ask for the manager or the uh, uh, owner and let them hear you say that. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hey, it's Amy Chandra from DFW's Morning News. Monday may be a holiday, but there will be plenty of news to talk about with Ken Paxton. Will he be impeached? And will there be a special legislative session to handle property taxes and school safety? Listen 5 to 9 a.m. Monday morning on DFW's Morning News on 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter, free as in you don't have to pay anything for it. You never have had to pay, you never will have to pay. 19 years we've been doing eGardens, we have more than 80,000 people signed up for it. You do have to sign up, you have to subscribe, you do so at my website. But again, it is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anyone, so you're not going to get anything from anybody else just because you signed up from eGard- for eGardens. You won't even get anything from me uh, because you signed up for eGardens. I protect that list very, very uh, 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 carefully. Now, if you'd like to see what eGardens looks like, what it's all about, go to my website and uh, click on the eGardens tab. That's neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens and scroll down. You'll see the most recent issue, and you can get a pretty good idea. There always is a featured plant of the week. There always is gardening this weekend where I point out the things that are most critical to be done this weekend. And you'll also see our Q&A section where I answer readers' questions. All of that at neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Mike, thank you very much. Let's go back to uh, the phones and we go to Rodney in Garland. Rodney, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Oh, good afternoon, Neil. Well, yes, sir. one thing that's not in your book, and I looked in the index, is possession vines. Of course, they're not a good thing either. No. I've got them in two spots. And let me describe, well, one of them, they're just coming up through the, the holly. 
Mm-hmm. That's fairly straightforward. You know, they, I don't see them until they get to the top, and then, you know, the leaves pop out. And about the only thing I'm able to do is fight my way into the middle, about eye level, and cut the vines. And hopefully that'll control them. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, folks, what he is describing is one of several uh, relatives of morning glories. And these are perennials that are uh, rather... Uh, aggressive, small-leafed, uh, twining, vining, strangling, messy vines that, as he's saying, will just strangle out uh, plants on which they grow. They'll grow on themselves if, if they don't have a support, but they're, they're just a, a mess. I've had them in my beds. And what I, have, uh, what I finally found worked the best, Rodney, is to uh, clear off the, the bed uh, in the case of uh, if you have shrubs, of course, you leave the shrubs there and then use a roll type of mulch, uh, like a weed blocking fabric. They're sold in various names. I used one that was uh, brown and, and had thickness to it. It was not a gauze like material. It was had, had some heft to it. And uh, I don't want to describe it as being like carpet padding uh, because I see carpet paddings that, that don't look like that exactly. But but. It it had oh, it was maybe oh an eighth of an inch thick, and I overlapped it by about five inches, so that there was no way for the possession vine to snake its way up through the seams. Uh, when I got up around a shrub, I would uh, get another piece and cut it and and cut it a circle, and then put uh, slits in it part way up so that I could. Uh, kind of overlay it and, and overlay those slits so that they would, again, uh, lap over by several inches. Then I came back, it looked awful, and so then I came back with pine bark mulch about an inch or inch and a half thick on top of it, probably an inch and a half to two inches thick, uh, to conceal it and make it look better, and I left that in place for a couple of years. I never had any more come up. I don't even think it came up in the in the neck of the shrubs. That's a concern you have is that it may have come from the nursery with the shrubs, and if that's the case, you are going to have to extricate it out uh, right at the right there in the okay. in the collar. But otherwise, well, I'll get rid of case. all those that are coming up out in the beds. Okay, these these shrubs have been in oh, almost twenty five years. They're about yeah. ten feet high, and of course, they're all the way to the ground, and so there's just bare dirt under them. So I well, guess in order to do this mat, I would have to trim a little bit of the shrub. Not up. necessarily. You could use a very uh, a very thin, maybe eighth inch at the most quarter inch piece of uh, scrap plywood and have one or two people slide that under and hold it up for you while you went in under there or somebody went in, maybe maybe a teenager in my case, okay. went in under and, and put, the, put the mat in and then you lay it back down again. Okay, and I, I guess plywood doesn't bleed as bad as I do when I get it. Yeah, these that's are, right. These are prickly shrubs. Yeah. Okay, so so mechanically block the uh, that's the right. Vine that's right. At the ground level. Yeah, the, otherwise the it's, weed killer sprays are impossible because it becomes entangled with the shrubs and because you can't get enough on it to do a good job. Okay, now that's that's the first location. The second location is much more troubling. It's Wonderful. along a fence. Under a red oak with mondo grass, well irrigated in this area. It's shady, very shady. And on the other side of the fence is my neighbor's driveway, which is not irrigated. And it seems to be coming through the holes in the fence. And now it's invasive about oh, two feet in. This afternoon, I went out there and pulled all the leaves off. But even if you trim it, you still got those little stumps sticking up. You know they're coming back. And this is right in the mondo. And it seems to propagate. You know, it spreads, I guess, by rhizomes, roots, whatever, out to about three feet. There are little uh, when the, ones popping When up. the ground is very wet, take a very, well, take a sharpshooter spade. It has been a very narrow-bladed spade. Sharpshooter is the best. And uh, you can do it with a triangle, just just cut, 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 and pop the, the stump out. It'll come out, and that'll get rid of that plant. I okay, did that this week just, with some briar plants. Okay, this is, a, if you will, a pestilence. It's about 20 feet along the fence. I these understand. Are 
Yeah, understand. Maybe you can put a barricade right at the fence. It'll keep it from coming under the fence with its roots. I don't know. You're going to have to work with your neighbor, and if they're uncooperative, you're going to have to put a root barrier in to keep it from coming. Well, like I said, it, to him, it's just a driveway. It, if there's any dirt on the other side of the fence, you know, he's, he's not irrigating it. It's just there. He well, care. I, I'm trying to solve your problem for you. I'm running out of okay. time. But, but if you will put a root barrier in, it can be a, a piece of formica. It could be, uh, it could be plastic vinyl pond liner. It could be something. Uh, formica, would, you could push down in, again, when it's really wet. Uh, down flush with the ground. It could be uh, metal edging. I don't know how deep you'd have to go. It could be just green okay. metal edging. This, uh, this sounds like something a, a guy on the radio mentioned about 30 years ago <laughs> when I was having roots going under the house. That's... He told me to get the, the corrugated uh, awning cover. Fiberglass, yeah. That, that's Fiberglass. the same thing. You don't have to go that far down, in. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that was your suggestion. Then I'll... I'll I'm an old dog with old tricks. <laughs> right. Of course, just a little smaller scale, so yeah. we can use other material, but the same idea. It's okay? the same idea. Yeah, I keep it from getting in in the first place. So, hey, I appreciate your call. I hope I helped. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. All right, go take our last break, and then we have a special guest lined up for you with something we've never talked about before. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It uh, might be the only gardening reference book you need. Chapter 1, Basics of Gardening in Texas. Things you have to know that apply to all the other 10 chapters. Things like climate of Texas and the hardiness zones of Texas and why the the hardiness zones that you hear everybody else talking about are inaccurate. We need to go back to the prior hardiness zone map. It's more accurate. 1990 versus 2012. Um, it also talks about the soil types of Texas and, uh, and a lot of other basic things. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar, four pages per month, so you'll never have to ask, when should I do this or that? It's all in that calendar. And then very comprehensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked more than a month on every one of those chapters, so there's a lot of information in each one of them. Now, your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you invest in it. You can buy it without having seen it and know that you're going to be satisfied or you get your money back. I will tell you, uh, in all candor, 79,000 copies sold to date, not one request for a refund. So I think probably odds are you're going to like the book. It's only $36.95. I continue the uh, sale price uh, from springtime for a limited time more. I get it while you can. That's the price of the fifth printing for this, the sixth printing. Um, and uh, I've done that just to help in the tough economic times. I sign every copy as it sells and then take them to the post office, which I'll be doing Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon. The only way you can get it is by calling my office Tuesday through Friday this week, or better than uh, that, order from my website right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. 344 pages, 840 of my photos. Order it at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams 
about Arborological Services right now and invite you to give them a call. It's a toll-free number, even though they are strictly a local company. They're at 866-552-7267, 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists on staff, and three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. They give that award out one person per year, and they have three of them. That's been in operation only. The the award has only been given out since, I think, 2002. And Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett have already won it from Arborological Services. A, A wonderful shade tree in your yard is the most valuable landscaping asset you have in your yard. Take good care of your tree. Sometimes when there is a calamity to a tree, it doesn't show up for a couple of years later, and and you can you can be fooled by what's wrong with my tree. The cold damage from two years ago is still manifesting in our oaks and in many of our other trees. They know what they're looking for. Don't be confused. Don't let somebody come sell you a bill of goods. Go to the experts. If uh, perhaps you have uh, oak wilt. You think you do. They know what it looks like. They can help you. Russell Peters has his master's degree in oak wilt from Texas A&M Plant Pathology. That's why you call Arborological Services the best in the business, the only people who will ever touch our trees at the Sperry House. You need them. Arborological.com is their website. Arborological.com, 866 552 7267 Arborological Services. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway and Haltom Hardware on Denton Highway in Haltom City. We own Ace stores because we like being able to help our neighbors. We're proud of our team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sherry, very much. When I was recording those rejoinders, I asked them all to to give me just a, a short statement of why they like being Ace Hardware owners or, or involved in the Ace Hardware business. And I got some really nice comments back. Sherry's was an example. They love what they get to do. They, You know, retail can be. Everybody ought to have to work in retail once in their life for about a month. Everybody ought to get to do that. You would appreciate humanity a lot better. You probably would treat humanity a lot better. You ought to have to wait tables for a month, and you ought to have to work in retail for a month. My own experience, I worked in a men's clothing department. You can't tell it by looking at me now, but I worked in a men's clothing department, a big department store in Columbus, Ohio, in December, in Christmas time, first floor, front door. Oh, my goodness gracious. And uh, everybody ought to be a pastor for a month. I think that would be a good idea. Don't you think, Pastor Tommy Brummett? What do you think? Is he there? Tommy, are you there with me? Yes. Can you hear me? I hear you now, brother. I do. Oh, yes. I was just laughing listening to you tell the story, Neil. (laughs) Yes, you learn a lot. You learn a lot of patience. You learn a lot of kindness when you work with people. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. if you don't, you don't get to work with people. They they put you back in the back room. You get you get to stalk the shelves. <laughs> I was I was reading Pastor Ed's uh, uh, notes about all the languages that are in our church, all the different uh, dialects, and it just really brings it all to home that we are one community in this world, and we all need to get along together. And there are so many evidences when we don't, and. Uh, I think that's why we need to go to church. Doesn't This is not a message just about the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Just go to a church somewhere, folks. Uh, some churches have kind of hateful messages, I think, now, <laughs> having been through an election process, but yes, most churches yes. do not. And so just just uh, get somewhere. So what uh, uh, what's going on at First United Methodist Church tomorrow, Tommy? Oh, you know, tomorrow is Pentecost Sunday. So we celebrate the birth of the church, an outpouring of God's Spirit. And it's funny, just like what you were talking, all the people were gathered in Jerusalem, and God's Spirit gave them the ability to understand one another and hear one another and know what was being said. It's really a miraculous uh, image of who we are as the church with a little bit of patience, a little bit of kindness. Uh, We are much more together than we are separately, and we can learn so much from one another. It's going to be Pentecost Sunday, and we're going to celebrate it tomorrow. 
That will be fun. Folks, I hope you will join us. That will be at uh, 8 and 9 and 10.05, which also will live stream at sharingtheheart.org and also at 11.10. So four four chances for you. There's got to be something in there that will work around your golf game. Come on now. Give That's us a break. Exact, exactly right. And we have... We have our traditional service, our contemporary service. We have our church in Melissa. They have two services, uh, and it, it'll be a it'll be a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. And so, Tommy, on Thursday of this coming week, we have a wedding in our family. Our grandson Alex. I don't know that you have met Alex. I, he probably did it at our fiftieth wedding anniversary. Yeah. Alex and his uh, bride uh, will be married, and uh, our son Brian is officiating at that. Is that uh, is that a different? Turn of events. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, oh, we're excited. We're excited. We, we love. We love his bride very much. So that's good. Now, I want you to tell folks uh, about uh, the. Um, uh, well, you you tell us about the bird that we were chatting about. I'm going to let you change if you want to, but but tell us. No. So we were we were talking about purple martins, and mm-hmm. uh, purple martins are a member of the swallow family. And the first time I ever knew about Purple Martins, I was a little boy, and my father built a martin house and put it in our backyard, a little apartment-style martin house, and raised it up, and the martins would come in uh, every year. They're one of our earliest migrants, Neil. They, they show up in late January, early February, and, and they're the first birds to come in to let us know that spring is coming, uh, and they, they nest in colonies. And they eat mosquitoes like it's going out of style. They, so that's are, for real, then. That is for real. Yeah. Okay. They they, they eat flying insects, and uh, uh, they are good to have. Good to have in your neighborhood if you've got a place to put up a martin house. Uh, and just to watch them, they are acrobats in the air, as all the swallows are. They are so fun to watch fly, and so fun when they start leading their their babies out of the nest and flying around. Just a joy to behold. Purple martins. Every, everybody uh, can enjoy the martins here in Texas. All right. Uh, there is, I'm sure, a lot of good information online about purple martins. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about them another time. I, I yak too much about personal things, and I apologize for that. But as far as positioning of the house, next time we have you on, Tommy, let's talk about positioning the house, cleaning the martin houses, uh, uh, whether they need a, a free-flying area or woodlands or whatever they need. Would that be okay next time we talk? <laughs> Let, let's do that. To be continued, folks, that's always a good thing to have. So sharingtheheart.org for the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney at 315 North Church Street. Come join us tomorrow. Pastor Tommy Brummett. Thank you, Tommy. God bless you, Neil. Thank you. Folks, have a a safe and blessed Memorial Day, respectful Memorial Day. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.